Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Joanna Koho and I'm your host for this episode. Now in each episode of Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life and more. And we'll be speaking with everyday parents as well as practitioners and experts as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as a parent. Now, today, uh, I have with me um, a mother-daughter pair, uh, Kaime and Christy. Now, Kaime and her husband have four children, and Christy is their only daughter. So, we want to welcome them today to the podcast. Uh, and Christy has actually just finished her, her high school. She turns 18 this year, uh, and they have both been actively involved in mentoring youth as part of the Fan Champs movement, which essentially is to uh, champion for youth to be change agents in their own family and to, of course, also uh, help to build strong families in the community. And Christy uh, herself is on the Fam Champs Council. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello, thank you for having us here. No worries. Well, today we are going to actually be talking about navigating new norms. And, you know, it's been said that change is the only constant in life. And of course, uh, with the recent global pandemic of COVID-19, it's resulted in many changes for all of us. And today we explore what happens when change hits our family. Uh, Of course, in family life, some changes are inevitable and expected. For example, we know that children as they grow up and go through physical changes you know we expect them to also change in their maybe their interests their lifestyles as they make friends develop new perspectives um you know gain new skills and experiences and even as parents we change right um, i'm not sure what's the greatest change christy that you've observed in your mom you know over your 18 years of existence on this earth wow 18 years is pretty long I think the biggest change um, that I seen in my mom, you know, when growing up, during our growing up days is my mom is the one that is telling me what to do. But now growing up, especially over these few years, now that I'm getting older, you know, during the teen, teen years, having a mind of my own and wanting to um, like um, starting to solidify all my values and principles. I think my mom has become more of like my guide, someone I really look up to, someone I will go to for advice and someone who's always there for me and someone who um, encourages me through the whole journey. And you find that she doesn't tell you as much nowadays? Not the same way as in the past. In the past, it's more of, okay, just do this. And later on, when I was older, she would explain to me why why she asked me to do certain things certain a certain way and now that I'm older I understand and I'm better able to communicate and to discuss things with her if I don't understand or if I don't agree. Uh, of course some changes are expected anticipated um, but some changes are unfortunately not quite so expected or planned and recently COVID I think has been a really huge example because it's meant many changes for all of us uh, in the way we live in the way we, I don't know, do school and learn or work. Yeah. And of course, sometimes the undesired happens if you know, a parent loses his or her job, health challenges in the family and so on and so forth. Um, we want to talk today about uh, both of you, uh, Kaime and Christy, and how you know, you've been coping with the new norms that presented in s- itself in and, and these recent times. And you know, I, I've heard that you know, your 
biggest change uh, recently has been a new addition to the family. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about that? As a family, actually last year, we decided to uh, go into fostering. So we actually discussed as a family that we think that it is the right time for us as a family to actually contribute, to do this as a family, um, something like family project. Hmm. So since the children are already bigger, um, it will be something meaningful to do together. So what? end of February, we have a foster child into our family. And then um, it was a lot of changes. Yeah, in terms of routine-wise, um, we have to... We have to eat much earlier now. <laughs> with the older kids, we eat about six plus seven. And then now with the little one, because we have to settle her in and she has to go to childcare in the morning. Right. So, so How little is, is she? She's four years old. Okay, so that's like you said, your youngest uh, is now 15. 15 so that's yes. a huge age gap. And been, I, I guess sometime since you had such young kids in the house. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So it's really a big change in that sense, yeah. Another thing is because now for me and my siblings, I have three brothers, right? So because mm. we are all older, our sleep time tends to be later. So in the past, <laughs> like a year ago or so, like if you tell us like 11 plus, 12 plus, you know, our lights are still on, everyone's still up, whether we're reading, <laughs> we're doing work or doing anything. But now by 10, like most of our lights are off, we're all in the room by 8 plus 9 because we have to set her in. And now now the whole timing, like our whole clock shifts forward. So everyone goes to sleep earlier oh. and everyone's up like way earlier than before as well. Okay, for the sake of the new addition to the family. Yes. The yes. whole family has changed his schedule. Um, earlier, I think that's for good. <laughs> okay. Uh, does that feel like it's a good change? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Christy, I'm, I'm sure young people like to stay up late. Is that how it goes? Oh, actually, it's really good for me. One of my goals this year was to wake up earlier because I wow. tend to wake up slightly later. But for now, with my little sis, every day at 7 sharp, she will wake me up because I share a room with her. So every morning, she'll be, Tata, Tata, wake up. Because her, her body clock, so even before my alarm rings, she's up. So every morning, you know, I have to wake up and then my day just starts from there. Okay, and, and were these changes I did, actually, who, who came up with the, or, or mooted the idea of, you know, embarking on this fostering challenge or project? I mean, it's not really a a family, any normal family project because this is quite a big commitment. <laughs> yeah. When Christy attended the Fam Champs camp, one right. of the workshops is talking about fostering. That was mm. the first time that we heard about fostering. And mm. um, then over the years, and uh, we were thinking along this line, but but finally when last year, that was when we said that, yeah, we are ready to do something as a family. And that was a unanimous decision. I mean, uh, I don't know, Chris, did you feel that like it had to you that you took some time to convince your all your family members? <laughs> I would say yes, because when we first brought it up, it, mm. I think it was something super new. Everyone's like, huh? You want to take in another one? And then how will it be like? We had no idea what it would be like. How so would it be like? like oh, and so, that's already quite a, a unique thing in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, so when she when we first when we first brought it up, um it took some time, we had to talk through it, our whole family had to sit down together and bounce off all the different ideas, all the different points and things like that. And finally, it took quite a while, but finally everyone was on it. Wow, okay. And 
I would think that I mean you had uh, you had this huge big change happening. You said in February, right? And you know it was it wasn't long after that that COVID hit us as a nation, and then we had circuit breaker and whatnot. Did that kind of add to the the challenges of you know adjusting your lives to this new norm? Yes, definitely. Because okay, she came to us in end February, and oh. so. About a month later, circuit breaker started. So circuit breaker started in April. And so she we barely had her for a month, you know, adjusting to now this new routine. And then now circuit breaker happened and now she's at home 24-7. And to make things a little bit more complicated, like two weeks into circuit breaker, everything closed. Because before that, we usually bring her to the playground, the beach, to cycle, we go to the library. She likes to go to the beach to feed the horses, to pet the rabbits, and then all this clothes. So it's really just at home. And then to add on to that in May, during the first two weeks of May was my final exam for my school. So it's like my final year. And so it, everything was happening all at once. And also because I sleep with her and also because I'm a girl, I think she's more attached to me. So it was having to juggle everything. Were you stressed, Christy? Definitely. Dude, I think especially towards my the, my exam weeks, it was very hard. Um, oh. It was more stressful because on one hand, I was having to study. This is like one of my biggest exams so far. And then on oh. the other hand, having to take care of her. And so there were times that I was quite frustrated because she kept coming to me and then like my family would try to kind of like distract her and take her away but she kept coming back and I did feel a little frustrated at times like hey this is my exam you know but I think I had to learn to really communicate it clearly to voice out my concerns saying like hey I really need this time and I would say I would block out especially this time in the morning I really need to concentrate so I think mm. it was more of communicating that to my family and then they really came in to help. To, we, really helped to, we, really, we really had to set a routine. So mm. in the morning, my mom would take her for the whole morning. Yeah, because at first, when, um, when most, most of the time, two of us are the ones taking care. So the boys were quite <laughs> free <laughs> in that sense, you know. Was that part of the plan or just kind of happened that way? Um. They, they do play with her, but actual taking care is a different story. <laughs> so uh, they, were, they were chip in, they will play with her for a while, or they will, they will even read with her. So, okay, so, so that, that is already good enough in that sense, but not extended time. So mm. I think when, when she was having her examinations, then we, we really have to communicate and say, hey, everybody, you know, we really need you to step in a little bit more. So I mm. think um, the communication part, at first, at first, of course, uh, we face some um, protests in the sense that it's not that I don't want to take care. She doesn't want me, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. She, she doesn't want to come. I ask her to come. She doesn't want to, you know, something she's along that line. to have chair, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She will, but but when 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 we are going cycling, she will mm. say, say, you stay at home and do work. <laughs> Then uh, she will look for Coco, you know. She she, okay. she knows who to go to for whatever. My family did step up and it's also very heartwarming to see even my older two brothers. I mean, they are already in their 20s and all, but they really love her and they really take time to do things with her. Like just a few weeks ago, one evening after dinner, I was inside the room and then I said, eh, I haven't heard her voice in a while, which is um not very normal. So I went out and said, eh, where is she? Then I went, I saw my two older brothers sitting with her on the sofa. 
And then she was in the middle of two of them, and then they were, I was like, what are you doing? So I went behind them, and then I saw they were, they were watching bunny videos on YouTube with her, because her favourite oh. animal are rabbits. And so it was so nice to see, like, two young adults sitting down there watching bunny videos, and she was <laughs> laughing and laughing, and, and she had such a great time. So it's so heartwarming to see how the whole family just comes and rallies together to help them. Wow. Kaime, you know, we want to talk about how as parents, um, we, we we really would like to raise children who are what we call future ready. They are poised to, you know, navigate whatever life throws at them um, to, you know, navigate these new norms in a sense that the world, this this world currently, you know, poses to us. And, um, you know, just as you were sharing your 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 journey in, with regards to you know, fostering and, and and then COVID, you know, lay, lay, layering yet another challenge uh, on your family and particularly for Christy because she was going through her exams. Um, as a mom, you know, how do you prevent yourself from just like stepping in to save Christy. <laughs> you know, what, 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 what went on through your mind? Or how, how are you trying to get her, you know, how do you see Christy like growing through this whole, whole challenge? She, all along she has been a very responsible girl. Then I can see that through it, she is able to, um, to communicate with the brothers and to uh, grow. There was even one time when, when she was doing a revision, I saw her, um, I was busy in the kitchen. So I saw her, I saw when I came out to so-called mm. rescue her, I saw her uh, <laughs> carrying the little girl on her lap. And mm. then the little girl was coloring and then she was actually doing her studies. At the time then I was like, wow, this girl has really matured, has grown, you know. She was able to to even multitask in the sense like, like a mom. <laughs> and then there was, there was even this time that she says because she... She sleeps at the upper deck of the double decker. Mm-hmm, then, you know, mm-hmm. people say that um, uh, a mother can sleep through the wall, but but what? But if you hear if you hear the child even whimper a little, the mom will be up. That's what we will normally do to moms, right? And then when the little girl just eh, eh, she was awake. Normally, she, so it's like wow. Then I realized that my little baby girl has really grown. It's no longer the small little girl, <laughs> but but she's able to handle the stress. She's able to uh, really take very good care, really oh. be my great help at home. Yeah, uh, Christy, what, has, what what do you think has really helped you um, to, I don't know, mature in the way you have? Growing up, we didn't have a lot of choice. So we really had to be creative with what we had. So like my older brothers, they would use like rubber bands and then we made like spider webs or we use like toilet rolls, we use paper, cardboard to build things. And so that really helped, especially now taking care of our little one. <laughs> yeah. It's really just using what we have. Yeah. You know, just mm. taking, oh, we use our blankets, we build a fortress and all. And also I think exposure. I think having, mm. for me, I volunteer a lot in different organizations, in hospitals, in um, like Kidstar and other organizations to serve the um, underprivileged and um, all these different um, groups of families. And be seeing the needs out there because there's really a lot. You know, sometimes I look and I say, wow, there's so much out there. I really wish I could help all, but I can't, you know. I think just, it. I think 
all these experiences really opened my eyes to see that, you know, it's not just about me. It's not, my life is not just about what I can gain, you know, like getting top marks, getting the good uni, getting good job. But it's really about mm. how I can serve others, what, how I can contribute into the lives of different people. And mm. I think for me, fostering is really mm. one of those things that um, I'm very passionate about because it's really changing a whole kid's life you know it is i think that's what we really want to do be changing this world making a difference one child at a time because we can't do everything but i think all this exposure and all these experiences really helped me to give to make me more other center and to um, help me um grow in this sense yes Kaime, are all your children like Christy? I mean, so <laughs> eloquent, able to, uh, so self-aware of like, you know, themselves and their feelings and people around them, the world at large. Um, <laughs> boys are boys. My younger <laughs> mountain biking. So that, that's something that we were, <laughs> so, so, so it's at different stages. I think my oldest too, I think they are okay. The mm. youngest are still the youngest one is still quite young. Mm. As in as in as in still quite playful. I think he loves mountain biking. So the new norms that you're saying that uh, mm. so my husband doesn't like to cycle, but now he picks up cycling because mm. of that. So mm. he cycles with him, you know. And then uh, we will actually drive him to the mountain bike trail so he can go alone to to do all the whatever he wants inside there. Then we will go for our breakfast, wow. you know, separately. Wow. So, so um, boys, I think we give them time. So at least for this fostering thing, I think the whole family, um, the tension is when we we don't agree with how to handle mm. her. You know, mm. we say that you are too soft, you are too harsh, you are too you know that kind of thing. Then um, but what is good is that we talked over it. Then after that, we can actually discuss as a family to explain mm. why we do what we did. And then from there, we can understand that we have a common lingo. So when we are handling, we can have, you know, we can moderate and we can actually learn. Mm. So it's, it's fun learning as a family together. Mm. So just, just to add on to that, because one of our main challenges fostering was all coming to a common agreement on how to deal. Yeah. So, for example, she, let's say she has a meltdown, she has a tantrums, and then, like, my mom believes it should be dealt a certain way. I want to do it a different way. My brothers want to do it a different way. And so, when, initially, when she first came, we were, we would talk on the spot, like, no, you shouldn't do this way, you shouldn't do that way. Yeah. But, then we had to learn, we had to step back and say, okay, no, that is not helpful for the child, because she's hearing yeah. everything, and she understands what is going on. So, what we decided on is, Whoever is there will handle it first. So in, initially, when it first anything happened, we will immediately want to know what happened. Okay, what caused it? And then that will mean that we are talking while she's there. But now mm. we learn to step back first. So we just let the person deal with it. If my mom wants to do a certain way, we will all just go with it. And then mm. later on, then we try to understand it. And then the main thing is we talk. We all talk through it later yeah. on. So we, yeah. we all understand, okay, why do you do it this way and all? And then now the best thing is with, with technology, we have handphones. <laughs> so mm -hmm. so we text. She what what happened? Da, 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 text and then <laughs> Yeah, so okay. That help us. okay, okay. Yeah, that is how us but when we understand and we know how to help her to yes, resolve. Yes. It. Yes. Right, then so you're communicating behind the scenes about your strategy. <laughs> yes. yes. Or child so, Yeah, so so it's actually bringing the family closer. 
which okay. I find that is is quite interesting. So um, that that is exactly what we wanted. Mm, yeah. And I can sense Kaime that I I don't know maybe almost um unintentionally doing it, but but you are doing it. You are almost like raising kids to know how to be future mothers and fathers. <laughs> you know, the more the more as the days go along, I feel that I'm becoming a mini mom already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been wonderful hearing your stories. Uh, just to wrap up today, I think um, we want to really pick up, you know, what we've heard from how to um, train up our children and raise children who are future ready and poised to navigate whatever life throws at us, um, whatever changes, whatever new norms and um just to highlight from uh, what we've heard today, uh, I think it's so uh, necessary to always have that conversation. And we've heard how your family seems to be always communicating, even right now, with regards to how you want to raise, you know, your your child that you're fostering. Um, and and that's what we we call um, building social intelligence in children, or SQ. And then we have EQ, and I can really really observe how emotionally self-aware uh, Christy is for one and um, your whole family actually just as how you describe you know how the the other siblings will step in when they know that Christy's stressed because her exams are, are upon her um, and that's the the second uh, cue or quotient which is emotional intelligence or EQ and uh, third but not the least would be AQ, what we call the adversity quotient. And that is when we embrace uh, the challenge that change often brings to us because it does challenge us to uh, learn from our experiences. It challenges us to maybe change the way we do things or the way we see things, be open to new perspectives. Um, some people call it the growth mindset. And, you know, just in you sharing your stories, we've seen these three things, SQ, EQ, AQ, uh, all at play at once. And, you know, it's such an encouragement to, to see that unity and the strength in your family. And I'm quite sure that you'll come out of this whole COVID season much stronger <laughs> than even if COVID never hit you. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to just thank you uh, for coming onto our podcast today. And before we end, you know, um, I just wanted to give a chance. Uh, Kaime, would there be anything that you'd like to, you know, affirm in, in, in Christy or just to recognize how she, you said that like, she's now grown up and no longer your baby girl? We are always very proud of her mm -hmm. because I think, um, I think it all started with the Fem Champs camp. I think mm. I think she started to grow a lot from there. So I would really encourage um, the secondary school students to actually go for the Fem Champs camp, mm. which is very good. So it's, it started from there and snowballed to where she is right now. And we are very proud of her. Wow, and that camp was how long ago, Christy? Well, I was, I think, 13, 13 or so. Yeah, five years ago, 2015. Wow. And, yes. and Kami, you're still seeing the effects yes. of it. <laughs> That's because it's, it's, because it's one thing that's leading on to the next thing. Mm. It's not just, yeah, it, it started from there. Yeah. And I can tell you're fueling it, <laughs> writing yeah. on it, which is yes. great parenting. Uh, and Christy, is there anything you'd like to say to your mom? I think I'm just really grateful for her for modeling everything for me because it is one thing to know everything in um, just knowing everything as hate knowledge. You know, I can read out a lot of things, I've heard a lot of things, but seeing my mom actually uh, model out everything for me 
um, mm. not only just for growing up years, but especially now with this with our little sister, like modeling how to deal with the different situations, how to encourage her, how to boost her confidence and everything. That really helped me um, in in growing and in becoming who I am. Mm, so your mom is really truly the role model and role yes. modeling even the the three questions that we talk about you know eq sq aq everything in uh, and i can really see that you are an emotionally socially uh, mature young lady you know so thank you so much for coming on board our podcast and before we go and you know, just for our listeners uh we want to let you know that you know sometimes change can be really challenging and unpredictable uh, but with the right help we can emerge strong and more resilient and sometimes if help is needed uh, outside of the family we want to encourage you uh, you can learn more about our online counseling you know that now that you know COVID has taken place and everything has gone digital so has our counseling services and you can find out more at www.family.org.sg slash counseling so thank you very much and until next time uh, we hope that you continue to tune in to the Paranet podcast <laughs>